the other day he did it again <laughs> and he goes I'm like Max no duck quack quack and he got right in my face no mama no duck mama <laughs> <laughs> And on that wonderful note, <laughs> it's time to start the show. Welcome to Boozy Brunch. This is the time where Stacy and I, number one, review the week of shows and mm-hmm. talk about stuff that we might not have been able to talk about on the radio. But In also, ways that we're not able to talk about it on the radio. Exactly. We've brought our individual in mind today. thermoses that may or may not include alcohol that we're not allowed to talk about, but cheers. Cheers. That's where the name Boozy Brunch does come from. It does. Always have to have a sip first. Ah. Ice. Ugh, an ice chewer. That freaks me out. Does it? Oh my God, I love chewing ice. Well, let's wait until we're away from microphones for that. Okay. But back that that was my twin sister Zoe, uh, who we opened the show with. Her two-year-old Max said his first curse word, and he did not shy away. It was top shelf. Just dropped a fuck. Yeah, F-bomb. Well, first first swear word. Well, Go for the gold. As, as she explains, it was, um, it was kind of a... a a detailed and unfolding process. <laughs> Baby's first curse word. My twin sister Zoe has a little son, and that exact thing happened just the other day. Zoe, how old is Max? Two. What was his first curse word? F U. Setting the bar high. He just started off strong. Stacy, do you remember how old your son was when he uh, he dropped his first bomb? My little angel never has cursed. Just kidding. <laughs> I don't remember, but I do remember that I laughed so hard. <laughs> I'm not sure you're supposed to do that, but I just cracked up. And then he thought it was funny, so then he kept saying it. What about you, Zoe? Yeah. What happened? Brian and Max were in the kitchen playing Tonka trucks, and these Tonka trucks are like metal. <laughs> and um, Max like pushed it really hard because he's super strong, and it hit Brian like in the shin. Am I, am I allowed to curse on here or no? Yes. Okay, so he pushed it really hard, and so Brian just goes, F*** me, like really loud. And Max just goes, F*** me, without even like skipping <laughs> I turned around and like dropped my knees. I was laughing so hard, and all I kept thinking is like, you know what? It wasn't me, because if it was me, I would never live that ish down, okay? So I was like, oh my gosh. So then yeah, Max Thank goes, God it wasn't your fault. You can always pin that on him now, forever. doesn't matter how much I cursed before. He copied you, honey. And he continues to only copy Brian. And the other day, he did it again. And he goes, I'm like, Max, no, duck, quack, quack. And he got right in my face. No, mama. No, duck, mama. he's like he's like anti-autocorrect because no one means duck (laughs) you're getting him ready right for when he's texting on his iphone in a few years he wanted to make sure you knew what he meant yeah so i was like okay and then he kept saying and i was like do i just ignore it i tried to correct him so i said max no that's not nice and he goes oh no nice to (laughs) (laughs) this gets better and better Yeah. <laughs> Has he done it in public yet? That's what I'm kind of looking forward to. No, but I thought for sure he'd just go to school and just go bananas, but so far, so good. 
So you don't remember the actual words your son said, but you do remember that you thought it was one of the funniest things. Oh, yes. I fell to the floor laughing when my adorable <laughs> little child said his first swear word. And the thing about it is that I got very lucky. I remember we were in the living room, but a lot of people, I've heard stories where they're like at a restaurant and their kids like, ah, shit, or something. And you're just like, oh, my God, that's so funny. I, swearing doesn't bother me. Like, no. I, I find it... I find it um, not exactly offensive when really young people say it a lot, you know, like unnecessarily. You're still get, trying to get a feel for it, trying to find the right context to use it more eloquently, because as you describe right. them, the, you, you think of them as sentence enhancers. They are sentence enhancers. But they should, definitely spice up. But should not be a sentence pillar. Right, exactly. And I've heard people say, you know... You're you're not smart if you use swear words because it just shows you can't use any other vocabulary words and that's not fucking true. I just <laughs> like the I like the words. Yeah, the, the quote something like it's like the weak mind trying to express itself forcefully. It's like I don't know what else to do, so just see, my sentence was weak without swear words. I needed to so bolster you it. see. <laughs> yeah, I had an interesting relationship with cursing growing up because my parents didn't care at all. There was no taboo on it. Mm-hmm. They were very freewheeling with it. They. They weren't like enraged cursors, so I think maybe that's why I have a very healthy relationship because it's never been like tied to like trauma or like outbursts of mm-hmm. like, you know, tempers. But my dad loved to curse and weird curse string alert. His favorite thing to say when he was mad, he lit just three words. He's go, fuck, shit, piss. Huh. And then be done. The third one's the one that always bothered me the most. That's I a weak one. That. I don't like that's that. A word. Weak it's stream. Gross. And um, it just reminds me of the hiss, and I just, oh. Um, the only time that I felt, like, ashamed when I was swearing was when I was in labor, and I just belted out the F word one time, and this very prissy nurse came in. She was much older than me, and I was very young when I had my son, and she looked down her nose through her glasses and just gave me the most disapproving look. Shut up, lady. This- well, now now things would be different, but I was I was ah. Whoop, drop my microphone. I was alone at the time. I was very young. I was in a lot of pain. And yeah, no, I'm saying I mean as far she as She was super lame. You may be slightly disturbing some other people, but I feel like if you're in the care profession, that's the first thing you're supposed to do. She didn't approve of me. In general. Yeah, because I was so young having a kid. You could, she made that abundantly clear. She, we were like, well, listen, I, this clear, I did it. Everything was on purpose. I, uh, I, I heard that you didn't like it. So that's actually <laughs> when I decided to find a partner. So this is all coming to fruition. Right. So dumb. Right. I think it actually trained me for radio the way I grew up cursing because my house was full of it to the fact where like, I got to ask my dad what fuck meant. Hmm. Like, and and he like, was like, it means fornication yeah, under common like, knowledge. And I was like, my dad, does fuck really mean sex? And like, yeah, it can. It does this here or this there. So it was freewheeling in the house, mm-hmm. as it is with me and my personal business. But every one of my other friend's parents were super, super strict, so I knew I had to turn it off. And I think that might be why I've never accidentally dropped one. Don't say it. Oh. On the radio. Oh my God. What, you're saying me saying that now, I'm now jinxed it and I'll say it? I hope not.
You've cursed on the radio, live on the radio. I have. I've done it twice. Ooh. The first time I did it multiple times, we we had a brand new radio station. And so I was working on one radio station. This is back in California. In California. And then I was recording a show on the other radio station. And the system was new. The recording system was new. Nobody knew how to work it. And so I'm trying to figure it out. And I can't, I just can't get the flow right. And I'm like, it was called The Grape. Ooh. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, what was it? 100.9? 100.9 The Grape. My name was Allison Merlot on that station because it was like, it was 80s and we were in wine country. Sure. So, why not? 100.9 The Grape. Ah, oh, shit. Okay, let me try it again. 100.9 The Grape, and I just couldn't get it down, and uh, the phone was ringing, and we had only been on the air like one day. It was it was all brand new. And I answered the phone, I'm like, 100.9 The Grape, hi, this is Allison, and it's the owner of the station, and he goes, Stacy, you like swearing on the air? Oh, and I was no. like, no, why? And he goes, because you just said shit about 10 times. <laughs> and I'm like, what? What? And there's some button that I didn't unpress, so it was not only recording, it was also going out over the air, oh, and so you, he oh was God. listening. <laughs> but the other time, I said, I also said shit on the air. Um, I was doing a morning show. You're just full of shit. <laughs> no, I let it all out. Um, I was doing a morning show, and these um, these clients owned an exotic animal store, like tropical fish and exotic animals and we were very interested in it and so they brought in some of their animals and one of them was a scorpion and so i i held the scorpion in my hand dude and it's this big black scorpion it's almost as big as my palm and yeah, at any second it can sneeze and stab you one of the strangest things about it is you see you are watching yourself hold this thing you can see that you're holding it but you can't feel it like really? it's so light, you can't feel it, and guess, it's one of the weirdest sensations in the world. Is that why they're so good? I mean, they're in the desert because they, otherwise they like sink on the sand, but they're I've, so light or spread out or something. I've always wondered how people could not know that a giant scorpion was crawling on them, and now I know you can't feel it, and That's, it's so weird. So, um, so I held it, and then I gave it back to the person, and we're live on the air, and he comes up behind me and puts it in my face, and I went, "Oh shit!" <laughs> like that. And that that was my swearing on the air story. It's so like that is such a it schoolyard weird tactic. Like when you see grown men who still like st- he's a stranger, like, <laughs> yeah, and he's a stranger to you, yeah, and he's gonna be ooh, I'm gonna violate a personal space by throwing a fucking scorpion in her eyes. Yeah, it was it was very scary. Oh, was that the? Have you ever touched a tarantula? Um. I have not touched a tarantula, but my friend Barbara had one, and Ugh. I've seen them up close. Ugh. I couldn't bring myself to hold one. So creepy. But it's the same thing I hear, that they're so light, you can't really feel them on you. And guess what I have to say to that? Fuck that. Uh, see, this is back to the point of uh, why we have to have this podcast. Got to have a safety valve with the four-letter words of occasionally. Isn't it interesting how intonation changes everything? Like... Fuck that means something different than fuck that. Or I'm going to fuck that. That's what the first one meant, in my opinion, because of the intonation. Have you used that? Have you been at a club with shorthand with your girlfriends and you're just like looking at guys and be like, fuck that. Fuck that. <laughs> yes, fuck yes, that. yes, yes. No. Yes. You're cool. Um, Absolutely not. 
Have okay. This is. Uh, uh, I don't even know why I said it that way. This is a Probably. hard subject. <laughs> a hard subject change. But speaking of going to the clubs, of course, the the trope or the stereotype is that guys go to clubs to pick up girls. Or the, wait, they don't just go to dance. <laughs> I just want to dance. <laughs> Come on, Todd. <laughs> Look at Dane Cook. I'm like fuck girls. I don't even want. Whatever. I just want to dance. I no, don't. but I'm saying, have you ever has that? Have you done that gender swapped? Have you ever spotted a dude in public and went to hit on him or try and pick him up in your past? My son's father. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I was all about that guy. And the funny thing is that I was incredibly painfully shy. That's not actually the funny thing. It was I was so shy that it was debilitating at some points. You have a debilitating mental condition. Ha, 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 ha. Uh, but my son's dad walked into my math class in high school and I was like I'm going out with him and I was like who <laughs> who am I I was at his house that day after school how, how do you swing that pimp I don't even remember it's all a blur it's it's, it's literally like, watching like Spongebob you see him and then it's two <laughs> hours later yes it no joke it was like um it was just meant to be meant like mag- to be so magnets. I could get my kid mm-hmm. huh yeah and we didn't like we weren't I mean, I was just at his house that day. We like played video games and listened to music. And what's the timeline between at his house the first day and hey, I'm pregnant? Um, not long, but I don't really know. Maybe six six months. This is another hard subject turn. Although, unfortunately, it is on the topic of um, interpersonal relations, and this mm-hmm. has been bugging me. So yeah, I don't I don't know how to bring this up. I don't know what this is about. Okay. All I know that it, it's freaking weird, and I don't like it one bit. And is this something that happened at your house yesterday? No, it has to do with my parents. It has to do with my dad. I think he has too much time on his hands now that he's retired. Okay. He's always like sent out think pieces or writings, and he, mm-hmm. he started. Well, he's a he's a writer. Like that's his career, right? He started writing erotic poetry. <laughs> did you did he send it to you he sends them in an email blast to an email list of his like friends and families and, and subscribers and okay i have five questions one is it good i Wait, the question before that did you read it i have never had more trouble reading four sentences it was almost like a haiku it was the i should have known because the email those are called hypoons <laughs> <laughs> The email, like the, the, this is the second one, and I opened it, this mm-hmm. one. I should have known because the title of the series is Eros. Okay. So that's giving it away to begin with. Right. You open it up. You're not mispronouncing Eros, it's E-R-O-S. Yes. <laughs> Just making sure. <laughs> There's like a Photoshop, a plot, like. I was going to ask, my next question was, are there any pictures? Yes. There's like. Are they realistic? Are they pictures of people? Are yeah. they like Rubenesque women? They're like download, like internet downloaded Rubenesque women that are then applied with like. What do you think your dad's browser history? I is don't want looking to like know. right now. I, I, well, I know what it's like because I know he had to get that picture from somewhere. No, and come then, on! Everybody knows about incognito. I, You'll never find out. If he's sending this to hundreds of people, I don't think he needs to put it in an incognito. <laughs> this last one was so I want to show it to you but you won't be able to look at him the same way again are you a little proud of no his, okay is it gross 
Is it disturbing? It is. I, I can't even use the word. It's like, do you feel like you? So you don't at all think, damn, good for you, mom. Oh. <laughs> Oh no! Th- you know what? what the first one was for. about my mom, and I like that one more than this one. It was about your own mother. Well, like in a way, I don't even want to. F- it has to be about her because they've only been with each other, right? That's what their son thinks. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, that has never been the veil on my eyes. In fact, I believe the quote from my dad was. I always uh, saw a lot in polyamory, but your mother didn't like it, so I just I made that uh, sacrifice for her because I loved her and I wanted to be with her. So I said, okay. Hmm. So, cool. How do you feel about polyamory? Okay. Let's Be- go back to your better, dad's erotic poetry. I to read another one of <laughs> his. <laughs> I, would inv- I would invite the mailman in my house before I had to read another volume of his email. Are you serious? It's that, for me... So his blasts have a lot of volume? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> not even sure what that was referring to. That's not yeah, even a joke. Yeah, you know, you know. No, I know what you were referring to. That has no tie to the last sentence. You just wanted to say that. I, I did want to. <laughs> so I don't know. So what are you going to do? Like... Is he proud of this and he wants you to read it? And will he be offended if you don't read it? Or he'll understand. I mean, he'll understand if I don't read it. I mean, it's an email. He's not going to ask me, like, hey, did you check the latest edition of Eros? Is he selling this? No, it's just an email blast. Is it like a story with an arc or is it... It's poems. Just, okay. Like, blah, 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 blah. There once was a man from Nantucket. Shut up Is that the kind of (laughs) poem? And at least the first one had like metaphor, but this one like literally had like, oh God, it was like a, what's it, your favorite? it wasn't this word, but it was like a word like stroke. And I'm like, what uh, the hell? What's your favorite, actually least favorite line that you can remember? Oh, I don't remember a single line. That's the only thing I remember <laughs> is there was some reference to movement mm-hmm. on his part. Mm. Pick a lane. He gardens, he's like redone the entire acre and a half property. He's built a stone path that wanders and meanders through an acre of our property. He's landscaped. I can't believe you don't know how to fix this. They, go mess up his yard. <laughs> <laughs> go back to New York and set fire to his yard so he has Looks this- like you have to garden some more. Don't and have he- any time for erotic poetry. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. <laughs> Well, I'm glad you're enjoying yourself. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, if I really think about it, it's horrifying. If my mother sent me something like that, I would be like, Mom! That is... Yeah. I can't imagine writing something like that and wanting my son to read it. But your dad is very artsy in every aspect of his life. I just did see a story like a, a husband of one of the people on Real Housewives took mm-hmm. his 23-year-old daughter to a strip club for her birthday. Yeah, and says that they that's how they bond. And like, I... Hmm, what I... Would I rather read the next two installments of this email blast? Oh, God, I have to stop saying the word blast. Thanks to you. Thank you so much, friend. <laughs> or go to a strip club with my father. Because I think that is kind of the creepiest, weirdest thing. Like when you heard like Justin Bieber and his dad were going to strip clubs yeah. when he was like 19. It's like, mm. what? Well, it's just not something that... And I guess it's different too because he's just trying to share... An art, right? That he well, he thinks it's an art. Mm-hmm. 
I'll admit, well, of course, poetry is art. So he's being an artist. And you, well, some, you can't silence can artists. Well, people say anything is art. Yeah, but if you read it's it... It's like saying, it's a joke. I was joking. If you if you saw, <laughs> if I showed you this email, which again I'm going to do you the favor of not not Thanks, be, buddy, just because I I feel like the context of your relationship with him as mine is not appropriate to read this poetry, you would recognize it as art, definitely on the explicit side, especially mm-hmm. with the artwork that's next to it. Mm-hmm. But at least it's not it's not like the oh you just put a garbage can in a frame now it's art right. God, I wish it was just a garbage can in a frame. Okay. <laughs> hard turn again. This is just the podcast this of hard turns. This is the windiest podcast ever. I'm just trying to put some distance in between myself and whatever that was that I read. Cotton candy, unicorns, sprinkles. Pop- popcorn. Oh, yummy. So this happened on the show just today, and this is going to be starting a brand new campaign. <laughs> Stacy is a self-professed popcorn connoisseur, and ever since she told me Target has the best popcorn in the world, I've suggested we go on a bi-state tour to really make sure that's true. Yes, yeah, so we went to Target yesterday to get some popcorn. They didn't have it, so I tried Smart Food White Cheddar Popcorn. It got 3.5 kernels. Yeah, enough with the bagged popcorn, and also enough Target in Brentwood for just not having popcorn. We're on the search for the the perfect popcorn bequest. We, we, we still, because, does that make quest start with a P when you say bequest? Still trying to be alliterative. <laughs> alliterative. Jerry, can you help us on our bequest? The best popcorn I found is um, this place called Chef Shop in Edwardsville by Target. Chef Shop? Yeah, Chef Shop. They have about 15 different uh, popcorn flavors. <gasps> so like, Ooh. they're about, they're all about the popcorn life. Yeah, they have like an Oreo, like a cotton candy. Like it's been a while since I've been in there, but I know they got it. That right. sounds amazing. And you said this is in Edwardsville? Yes, Edwardsville, right by uh, the Target. Stacey, I wrote it down. We gotta, we're going to finally, number one, find a Target that has popcorn so I can taste what you say is the best. <laughs> and then we're going to go right to Chef Shop. It'll be a popcorn doubleheader day. I mean, what's I'm wrong? I'm excited. I don't think you think there's anything wrong with too much popcorn. Uh-uh. Is, if there even is such a thing. There isn't. And make sure you subscribe to their email and then you get coupons. <gasps> I'm going to look it up right now. <laughs> You're the best. Thank you so much. Hey, no problem. 314-969-1065. We're on a quest for Stacy to find the best popcorn in the bi-state. If you know where it is, let me know. We are going to go try all of them. Chris, what do you think? Papa Bear in Baldwin. Papa Bear. P-A-P-A? Yeah, Papa Bear is popcorn. Oh, my gosh. They make this one. It's called pizza popcorn, but they only make it special. Oh, my gosh. It is to die for. But their barbecue is good. <gasps> Actually, any of their flavors are good. Oh. I've never had barbecue popcorn. That sounds it incredible. amazing. I ask for pizza popcorn. Ask them if they would make you pizza popcorn. But, yeah, their barbecue is amazing. They've got all different kinds Damn. of flavors. But they're on um, Clayton and Baxter. Thank you Great. so much. Thank you. I'm taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> Not a problem. All right, we got time for one more cat. We talking popcorn? Uh, I am. You were actually looking for a synonym for quest, and I was hoping to help you out. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. 
pursuit or pilgrimage. Oh, so good. Those are so good. We're in pursuit of the popcorn pilgrimage. There you go. That's so much better than Pequest. <laughs> well, you know, that one's a little bit awkward, a little cumbersome. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. Thank you very much. See, that's why, um, welcome. That's why this job that we have requires no formal education. <laughs> well, you know, I, I don't believe that's true for a minute. I did look at a journalism degree myself, but I did go with the English degree. So literature helped me out. You guys keep on with the uh, broadcasting degree. <laughs> Pursuit it's and pilgrimage. Button degree. Hey, <laughs> it starts with a P. There's another P. Thank you so much. That's very Thank helpful. You You're both. the best. Have a good morning. Thanks. You too. So, who once was the teacher? You have have become the pupil because we are expanding our horizons way past. Yes. Target popcorn. Now, I'm fine with this. I'm okay being schooled in in this manner. I guess I'll it learn. Just, it just means I get to eat more popcorn. I do love popcorn. I do love it, but. I've never had like barbecue popcorn or dill pickle popcorn, these popcorns that I've never heard of. Yeah, one of the calls we got today was a, a dude saying that there's a popcorn, a kettle corn stand outside of Menards, and he said you have to get cheddar and dill pickle and mix them together. Which sounds so weird, Cheesy but pickle. those are, I mean, those things go together on a sandwich. I was, I was, yeah, I was going the same way with that. Mm, mm-hmm. And someone in this room just bought. How many gallons was that, that Costco pickle jar that you just bought? I, I don't know, but it's Costco sized, <laughs> so you know it's good. Was that jar the like that was a one trip by itself from the car? I to the seriously house? okay. Two things. First of all, you know I try as hard as possible to get everything in from the car in one trip. I am currently the self-professed <laughs> reigning hands-full champion. You are. I took 13 items in from our barbecue on the patio in Soulard. Amanda took a photo. It's on the Arches Facebook page. The pickle jar is big enough to warrant a second trip to but the car. But you're talking Costco. Do you, this is a... Re- do you, get, do you go boxes for Costco, or do you just let them put them all loosey-goosey in your cart? No, I go boxes. But the thing is that it's this like Costco... It's different here somehow. This Costco doesn't like like to give you boxes. Right. Do you go to the one in like the Baldwin town I country do. area? Mm-hmm. So, honestly, I leave a box in the car, and I put it in there myself in case they don't have any, because they act like it is it's the like, worst request in the world. <laughs> it's like asking a teenager to clean their room. Like, I Oh, guess God, so. how dare you? Oh, you want a box? One time someone said, oh, they're all the way over there. And she literally said that to him. I have to go and get it myself. Yeah. Like, Where's my badge? I mean, they just dismiss you like, we don't have any here. <laughs> and I it's w- like, well, there's one right there. That's mine. I will say in in the spirit of not completely tearing them apart, last time they did give us a box and the- they packed it and then they gave us a box on top if we had over- overflow. Oh, that's really cool. See, the thing is that the, the people, like the checkers and stuff, have been really wonderful. But then... If you ask a few certain people that for a box, what they, are you, a diva? they're just like, like yeah. I don't know if it's a sore subject behind the scene there. It and was, so it's like triggering to them. Hmm. Like they're talking to their bosses saying, everybody wants boxes. We have to provide boxes. And their bosses are like, this is how we save one cent per year. So you can suck it up and deal with angry customers. Just give us I don't know. Box. But let, OK, let's get back to cheerier, I just bring my own now. Cheerier subjects. Popcorn. Yes, which is popcorn. So we have, I mean, there's several calls about Illinois, including going out to Edwardsville. We have Mm -hmm. ones in Baldwin now, a Mm -hmm. a Toyota dealership in West County. Grant's Farm has good popcorn. Oh, I'm down for that because I still haven't been out to Grant's Farm and 
who oh man who was it today Cynthia who called who said that who reminded us mm-hmm. that not only do they have popcorn but you get two free beers at the end of, the, of your tour day at Grand's Farm I don't know if you know this but the moment she said that I had our day planned out <laughs> we go there and we get the popcorn and we eat it then since we're not eating anymore we pet all the animals I was gonna say don't then, forget the petting zoo oh god don't worry. Then, when we're done petting the animals, we go have our beers. And what about... That's where the Clydesdales are at, too, right? And we watch the Clydesdales. There's and we n- take pictures of them drinking our beer. There's a Just new kidding. one. Yeah, he was born, like, moments after we won the Stanley Cup. That's nice. I know. Yeah. I wonder if his name's Stanley or Gloria. Probably Gloria. I don't know if his name is Gloria, but it could be. I wonder if the Clydesdales are boy Clydesdales or girl Clydesdales, or if it matters. Hmm. Well, I'm assuming the dudes would be bigger. Although there is a few female... I'm not a... Hey, guess what? I'm not a biologist. What? Hey, guess what? I got one more sip left in here. You're not a horse biologist? I have a lot of ice left and no liquid left. You could... Uh, DM on uh, on Facebook, Stacy and Jonah, or 106.5 The Arch. If you have a popcorn suggestion, uh, we'll be back on 106.5 The Arch again on Monday, 5 to 9 every weekday morning, 106.5thearch.com for even more stuff. You can call us, 314-969-1065. We'd love to hear from you. Not only in the morning. 5 to 9 a.m. Central Time. You better call it. Well, actually, you can call 445 if you want. That'd be weird. (laughs) We we are in there. All right, I'm done. Cheers. Oh, cheers. Talk to you later. Bye.